This is Learning to Live Again with me, Brooke Noel. Let's talk about all things healthy living. Welcome to season two. If you're new, I'm really excited you're here with me. If you've been with me since season one, welcome back. For my faithful subscribers, first of all, thank you for tuning in, subscribing, and listening every other week. Second of all, my apologies for a slight unexpected hiatus. My life got a little crazier this past month. I decided to sell my house and make some moves for myself. It's all good. It's all exciting. It's a little scary, but we're doing it. All of that to say, the next couple of months might look a little different here on the podcast. My desire is to still have encouraging conversations each month for us. I definitely want to keep learning how to live again with you. And with this adventure, there's a lot of unknowns, so I'm sure I will have some stories to tell. So stay tuned. For today's conversation, I want to welcome Micah Tice. She's a wellness coach, she's one of my friends, and she's here today to talk about how to enjoy dreaming and goal setting. It doesn't have to be overwhelming, and P.S., it doesn't have to just happen on January 1st. So enjoy. I really thought of you for my blog in January because I hate January. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, not hate is a strong word. I don't love the hype that comes with a new year. Mm -hmm. It like very much stresses me out. But at the same time, I know there's benefits to like actually setting goals or maybe not even goals necessarily. Um, Like I think I've kind of told you just in the little Facebook group that you did um, for the vision board challenge, I mentioned like in the past, I've noticed this pattern where it's more of like a a mantra or a phrase that will Mm -hmm. kind of stick with me each year. And I feel like that has become my comfort like (laughs) goal setting really shuts me down but if I can have like a direction and just like this anchor phrase Mm -hmm. for the year that is kind of like my guide um I don't know if that makes sense so I I would love to hear you talk about first just why do we even start this like as human beings when we get to a new year why do we even start this whole process of goal setting, starting new vision boards, words of the year, whatever it is for anybody? That's a good question, because I think that (laughs) is one of those things that has, you know, I don't know, like, I don't know how long that's been around. I feel like the word is kind of a new thing, uh, maybe in the last 10 years or so, maybe longer. Uh Um, But I feel like it's a newer thing. And I also think that, you know, it's hard because we can really set goals at any time. You know, we can at any time, at any point in our lives, we can say, okay, I want to make this change and I can do it now. But I think the, I think there's two things that happen with the new year. So it's kind of like you're turning a page in a book and you have a new chapter, you know, mm-hmm. like you've got this cliffhanger and you're turning a chapter and you're excited to dive into it again because 
you know, it's a, it's a new time or it's a new season um, or kind of like when you switch from winter to spring, you get excited about that change. And so I yeah. think that's where like the new year or even, even September is kind of a common goal setting time. I think that's where the excitement comes in. And then as people start to jump on board and are talking about it and hyping it up, it, it causes two reactions. Like one person might get really excited and the other person might be you know, kind of like what you said, I don't really uh-huh. want to get all hyped about this because, you know, it just seems like a little much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really remember where I was going or exactly what the question <laughs> was. No, that's so okay. I don't know if that made sense. But yeah, I think it's no. just that feeling of newness, you know, like when you start mm-hmm. school for the first time or not for the first time, but you go back to the, you know, beginning yeah. of the school year, it's like you go and get your new backpack, you get your new pencils and it's just mm-hmm. a fresh start. And so, especially for people who maybe hadn't met their goals or, or they were really successful with their goals, it's like a, a time to start again or start new and start fresh. Yeah. I, I do love that you described it as like turning the page and there's a new chapter in a book. Like, mm-hmm you don't want to pick up a book that is chapterless. <laughs> it right. just goes on and on forever. Or even like, I mean, even on social media, like if there's somebody that writes a caption for a picture that there's just no headings or categories or bullet points and it's super long, you just kind of want to cruise right past that. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I guess that is helpful in my brain to be like, yeah, it is, this is a new chapter this is just a new section. It doesn't have to be the whole story. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that helps my brain so much, but yeah, I also loved in your blog, how you said you look forward to, um, the new year and goal setting more than Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think so. (laughs) I laughed so hard when you said that just because we are so opposite. What is it that you love about it so much? Oh, gosh. I mean, I love Christmas, so don't get me wrong on that, mm-hmm. on that matter. Um, Christmas is probably my favorite holiday. But I think for two reasons. One, I am just very goal-minded naturally. So mm-hmm. um, I know you're familiar with the, the Enneagram. I don't know how many of your listeners are. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm a type three, so we're very mm-hmm. goal-minded, enjoy goal setting and things like that. So I think that's just naturally a part of who I am. Um, yeah. And then, but I also, I mean, I'm a, I'm a coach. And so I, you know, enjoy helping other people develop those habits and develop those goal settings. So it's just kind of a part of my life and yeah. an exciting part of my life that I love almost, you know, it almost is a cross between a hobby and a job, you know, you can combine those. Right. Uh, but I don't, you know, other than like the natural tendency to want to do that, I, I guess I don't really even have a good answer for that on why. <laughs> <laughs> why I really enjoy it during the new year, you know, I don't know why yeah. I enjoy it more during this time than I do other times. Yeah. And I, I do love that point that it doesn't just have to be in January mm-hmm. because I mean, like you said, I think people naturally do this in August or September because the school year is starting. We're switching. A lot of families are switching gears from summer mode to back to responsibilities and that makes sense. And I was talking to a friend the other day, she's an artist and she said, you know, I, I don't really do a lot of big goal setting in January per se. I do it more when I know one of my projects is ending and then I take some time to reflect 
And then I, I have to move forward again. I have to look for my next project mm-hmm. because that's partly her, you know, it's, it is her source of income, but it's also just part of her rhythm and her life. So I like, I loved when she mentioned that because I thought, yeah, I naturally will do that too. If I have a project ending or I've been working towards something in my job and that's coming to a close and I'm starting something different. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of natural times. So it's not that I don't like goal setting or it's not that I'm, you know, just lazy and never setting any kind of accomplishments for myself. Right. It's, it is a natural thing that we do and it is beneficial for me. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of been, where my mind has landed too, to kind of, I, I can be um, very hard on myself, like in the new year when people are <clears throat> setting all these goals and getting super excited about everything and I start backing off um, mm-hmm. and I will get mad at myself. Like, Brooke, why can you not do this? Everyone else is setting goals. Why can you not, like you should be, setting big goals for yourself and your business and your career and your students and your writing, you should be doing all these things. And it has really helped me to, to step back and remember, Oh yeah, well you do this naturally. Mm -hmm. It's just not right now all the time. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good point because you, while you use that word should, and I think you've probably heard Mm -hmm. me talk about that, but that's Mm -hmm. a, that can be a red flag because anytime we're saying, well, I should, do this you know it's that comparison is usually creeping in so it's when you're comparing yourself to maybe what other people are doing like they're getting excited they're setting goals mm-hmm. and you think oh I should do that but I love that you can remind yourself you are doing this it's just in a different way and it yeah it, it is important to you know especially with the new year there's just a lot of excitement um and, and maybe a part of that is cultural and it's what we see and so it's what we kind of buy into Mm-hmm. But to give yourself that freedom to say, you know, well, I have a project wrapping up end of January, so I can do this in February, or I could do this in, you know, when the summer starts, like, like you said, when you just have those natural shifts in, in what you do and the natural rhythm of life, um, it is important to have that freedom to be able to do that and not feel like you have to kind of fit in with the crowd, you know? Yeah. 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 So I, love that. I, al- I always love hearing you talk about that word should and how it's a red flag. I notice it a lot now. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard you talk about it and I've heard um, there's another um, podcaster I listened to that talk, has been talking about that recently too. And it's, it is, it's just good to be aware of. It's not that we should never use the word should. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> it is necessary. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it is a, a good red flag to just slow down and think, wait a minute, am I falling into this comparison? Do mm-hmm. why why do I feel the need to do this? Is it really a need or is it just me putting extra pressure on myself? So mm-hmm. I love when you talk about that too. Um, okay, you kind of give us in this blog post, um, which I really hope people will go back and listen to if, or read if they haven't gone and, and actually seen it, um, but you give us these different categories of 
just some questions to think about as we're starting this process, whether, you know, the listeners are starting it in January or not. These are really great questions to kind of go and use as a guide for this process of just thinking about the future and what does that look like? So the different categories you gave us were like to slow down and reflect, to look inward, um, which I love the way that you said, like those two can sound so similar, reflect and look inward, but the looking inward is more like shut the noise off around you, stop watching what other people are doing Mm -hmm. and be inspired by you. Like remember who you are. There's a, there's a difference there between just like reflecting and then looking inward. Mm -hmm. Um, Why do you think that looking inward piece is so important? Well, I think it goes back to, um, that comparison issue, you know, of comparing yourself to other people and seeing what they're doing and feeling like you should be doing that too, or needing to keep up. And so when you're able to kind of shut that off, you can really figure out what is it that, what is it that I value? What is it that I want, you know, out of my life? What brings me joy? What do I enjoy doing? And Mm -hmm. when you can kind of, when you can do that, it helps you set goals that are more, more aligned with your with your values and what you really want versus Mm -hmm. setting a goal out of the blue because everyone else is doing it, you know, and then, then you struggle to achieve it because you don't really care about it or maybe you care, but you're just not in a place where that's important to you right now. And that's okay. Um, So that, that looking inward will really help you set goals that you want to achieve or that you're ready to take on. Um, and, And then you can be more successful with it too and find more joy in it, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like Marie Kondoing your goals. Yes. <laughs> like what yes. sparks joy? Does this spark joy? That is perfect. <laughs> like through them and say, does this spark joy for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or will it maybe, will the result bring joy? You might have to look at that when it comes to exercise or something. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I know people don't like to exercise, but the results will bring some joy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, Okay. So some of the other categories you gave us were, they're more forward thinking. So Mm -hmm. you mentioned actually taking the time to dream, like close your eyes, picture your ideal life um, a year from now, two years from now, and then also visualizing. um, So getting that picture in your head of, of what would this look like for you in your life? And then translating that into some something visual, like a vision board, a phrase or a word that you can keep somewhere to see. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the last category is focusing on a theme. So it doesn't have to feel so overwhelming. It's more of like this guided word or phrase or mantra, which you, I mean, you mentioned it's, that's kind of a newer trend. Mm -hmm. So why does this forward thinking approach help us? Um, because I think sometimes when we start talking about goal setting, I, I even notice this in school, like when we do goal setting things with our students, it can feel so nitty gritty and heavy. Like you need to plan out, I, I don't know, we do these smart goals, right? Like it mm-hmm. needs to be specific. It needs to be measurable and attainable and 
realistic and time sensitive. And I can see my students just kind of like a lot of them, I can see them shutting down because it gets so nitty gritty into the details. Mm -hmm. So why is it important to maybe start more with this, these categories of like dreaming, visualizing, thinking about a theme? Yeah. So I agree with you that when you get into the nitty gritty, that's, that's when it gets really boring. That's when I don't yeah. like goal setting. Like I do, you know, I like Christmas more than that. Um, <laughs> but it's that dream, like taking that, spending that time to dream and really visualize. And like you said, having that anchor word or that anchor theme, it makes it more fun. It makes it more, um, it gives you something to look forward to. So you might look at your goal in front of you and think, gosh, this, it's a lot of work, which, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's going to be work and we want to be able to challenge ourselves and grow. And, um, you know, that's something that, you know, we can develop that over time, but, um, it's just really important to really kn- kind of know where you're going and have that something to look forward to. And so spending that time dreaming, spending that time visualizing can maybe bring up the excitement level a little bit for what you're working mm-hmm. toward. And then, mm-hmm. you know, as you're, as you're pursuing your goals or as you're working toward them, it, like you said, it gives you that anchor. You can kind of go back on when you're, when you have a bad day, you can look at your vision board or think of your phrase and think, okay, I just got to go back to the beginning and maybe I don't hit, you know, do all my tasks every day, or maybe I don't quite hit a goal. Why am I doing this again? Or, you know, kind of gives you that renewed or kind of renews your spirit a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. to, to help keep you going even on, on those bad days or even when you didn't quite meet the goal you hoped to meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so true. I Just as you're talking, I'm thinking about like a couple years ago, my phrase was just show up. Mm-hmm. And I was having a really hard time in that season of life of like, <clears throat> I don't know, getting motivated to do anything in life. And I didn't really... I didn't care about anything. Mm -hmm. And so, and I was also going through a lot of transition just in my job and in different areas of my life. And so I really just wanted, like as an Enneagram nine, I identify as a nine, which Mm -hmm. definitely is like, I want to shut, when I'm going through a lot of transition and stress, I want to just shut myself away from the world and Mm -hmm. not deal with it. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to think about it. So I just kept telling myself, just show up, just show up. And different opportunities would come to me. You know, people would ask, do you want to, do you want to come do this? Do you want to join this group? Do you want to run this race? Do you want to try this new job? And every little thing I would just keep saying, Brooke, just show up. You're just going to go to the group. You don't have to stay a long time. Just go meet some new people. And it was almost like this source of courage Mm -hmm. that I didn't feel like I had on my own. But if I could just tell myself this really simple thing, all you're doing is showing up. You're not committing to anything. You're not going to have to be best friends with these people. You're literally just going to show up and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And it was phenomenal to me. Like at the end of that year, when I looked back at all of the things all of the opportunities that kind of came along and I just kept saying yes to. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the year I like started my beauty counter business and Mm -hmm. 
it has been such a gift to me right now. I think I ran um, my first trail race in the mountains in Colorado. Like I would have never done that on my own. Right. (laughs) It was just crazy. Like, so yeah, I, I do love, I think that's why I love just kind of like a simple phrase Mm -hmm. or word because on those hard days or those moments where I'm like, I can't do this. I want to shut myself away from the world. If I bring it back to that simple thing, then I can at least take the next step. Mm -hmm. And if I keep taking little steps, eventually I'm like on the top of a mountain, literally and figuratively. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I love, I love that you shared that because it, it gives an example of not getting down into the nitty gritty goal setting because it's not like you, you said or wrote down, okay, I'm going to go to five events this month, or I'm going to run this trail, you know, race I've never done before. You didn't really even get down to the goal setting piece of it, but Mm -hmm. you still had that in your mind. That was your mindset. That was your intention. And so looking Mm. back, like you said, you, you saw so much growth and you ended up really achieving the goal you set, even though it wasn't specific. So we can have Mm -hmm. some of those goals that are specific, but but they don't have to be, you know, it mm-hmm. can be more of an attention. Um, kind of what, one of the years that I had set a goal for, or that I had used, well, I use the word every year, but one of the years where I didn't really do any goal setting, yes. um, my word was, my word was joy. Um, and this was during a time where I was really struggling with my, my kids were babies. I wasn't sleeping, um, struggling with depression and anxiety. And I just wanted to experience some joy in my life. And mm. so what I did is I just wrote, um, I started writing down things that I knew would bring me joy, not necessarily um, feeling joyful or feeling happy, um, uh-huh. but things like, you know, being present with my children or spending time with friends. Because I, as a type three, when I'm unhealthy, I show up as, you know, an unhealthy nine, which, mm-hmm. so just like what you said, I want to shut everyone out. I don't want to do anything. I want to... Yeah literally just stay in my in my house and not have to be doing anything so it was my way to say okay I know that having good friendships will bring me joy so even though I don't want to go hang out with friends or I don't want to make new friends I'm going to do that anyway and so I kind Mm -hmm. of had a very similar experience to what you had where I would have opportunity come and I wanted to say no but I would look at my list and say, okay, this, these are things that really could bring me some joy and happiness into my life. And so mm-hmm. even though I don't want to do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so kind of that similar experience, but I like that, you know, we don't have to get into that specific goal setting for all the things we can have that anchor with a word or a theme, which is why it's really helpful. Yeah. I love that. And, and even that kind of ties into the end towards the end of your your blog post, you talk about, you know, reverse engineering your dreams and vision. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes too, when I hear reverse engineer, it takes me back to the nitty gritty. Like in my head, I just think, okay, if I'm going to reverse engineer this, then I have to know exactly where I'm going to end up. And that, that is scary to me to mm-hmm. be able to say, okay, here's my end point that I want to get to. Um, because, I mean, and there's a, there's a whole lot there too about why 
I don't love picking an end point and working backwards Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I think in my life I've just experienced so much where I'm like, yeah, we're never going to get to that end point. Mm -hmm. Like it's my, my life is going to change. So I'm not going to actually do that. So why would I pick an end point? It, It just like is more disappointment than I really want to deal with. And so that is something I've had to work through a lot, but just even reverse engineering using like a word or a phrase, like you've been talking about, it's like, okay, the end goal that I want is to experience more joy. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm going to reverse engineer that by like you were saying, making that list of what brings me joy. Mm-hmm. What do I know is going to fill me up with that joy? And even having that list is kind of like, that's kind of your nitty gritty details without being super overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It that's gives you so a little something to work off of, but not so in depth that it feels overwhelming or like it feels uh-huh. like you're never going to meet that expectation. Because I think yeah. that's what a lot of people think of when they start to dream is it so, you know, we know that life is never going to be perfect and we don't, we don't know our future, right? God knows Mm -hmm. our future. We don't. And so you might think, well, what's the point of dreaming about the future? You know, if if we don't know where it's going to go. But I think there are certain dreams that, you know, have been given to us or certain things that we enjoy Mm -hmm. or want to see out of our life, whether it's, you know, a healthy relationship or, um, you know, a strong family ties or different things like that, where again, we still don't know what, what will happen, but we can still take small steps to um, kind of create those pieces that are important to us. Um, yeah. So for example, I know that I, I want to have a strong marriage and, you know, I don't know. I mean, my husband, like, this is probably the wrong way to go, but like he could get die <laughs> tomorrow, you know, but like, I don't know. Yes. That. And so I'm still going to continue to do things that might help strengthen our marriage, like, you know, scheduling a date night or. Um, yeah. you know, I want to keep an open relationship with my kids when I picture 10 years from now, I want to, ha- I want to have conversations with them. And so that requires me to be present with them now and to have conversations with them now. So there's little things like that when, you know, when you really think about your values versus, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. live in this specific house and drive this specific car. Like those are fun yeah. things, you know, but are they yeah. the things that really matter? You know, yeah. maybe, maybe not. It depends on the person. Um, but that's kind of how I reverse engineer is I just think about the things, you know, how I want to show up for other people or how I want to, um, you know, experience my life versus what I want out of life. And then that goal is kind of, you know, in line with that. So, yeah, I love that. Um, okay. So the last thing that we, that I kind of wanted to talk about was the very end you said, have fun with them. Like whatever your goals, your habits are that you're creating, have fun with them. What do you think is one of the best ways to have fun with them? Like to not get caught up in all the things we could get caught up in. That's a good question. And (laughs) my answer would be, it depends because Uh I, I really think that it depends on, on the person and you know, again, going back to what you value and what brings you joy. So for example, if someone's wanting to move more and exercise more, maybe find a way where that can be a little more enjoyable. So it might be Mm. watching your favorite show while you're on the bike or 
doing something with a friend or doing a Zumba class versus doing, um, you know, weightlifting or running, like thinking about why you're doing it and how you can kind of bring some joy into that can make Mm -hmm. it a little bit more fun to work toward reaching. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think if you can go back to, to like your, your visualization or your dream board or whatever that is, that can make it more fun too, because you kind of know where you're, where you're headed or what that's Mm -hmm. going to help you help you with. Yeah. I love that. I think a lot of what, like the, one of the kind of themes I picked up in uh, just as I hear you talk and as I've read your, you know, your blog, it's this importance of knowing yourself mm-hmm. and knowing what, va- what are your values? What do you prioritize? What do you want in life and in your future too? And then working from there. And if you don't know yourself, then it makes it so overwhelming. It makes it so hard and in just a lot of different ways to even move forward in your life. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just really appreciated the prompts that you gave in there and the, the questions. And it's not even something where it's like you have to do, you have to sit down and journal about every single prompt and question and go through every single category. It really is set up in a way where it's an invitation to come and just get to know yourself better mm-hmm. and then move from there. So I really appreciated that about just what you kind of put together for us. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, you're welcome. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, real quick before we end, is there anything else you would like to say or talk about with goal setting? Um, not too much. I would I think I want to add a couple of things to where you talked about yeah. being authentic to yourself yeah. and really showing up, you know, who you are. And again, going back to that comparison, like they say that comparison is the thief of joy. And, mm. you know, especially going back to the new year and seeing what everyone else is doing. And I think that's where we, where the fun comes out of it, you know, for a lot of people of you feeling like you're behind or feeling like you can't keep up or are not keeping up. Um, and so, you know, that's a part of having fun with it is being authentic doing things that are aligned with your values. Um, But it takes time to get to know yourself. And so it takes time to kind of be thinking about these things. Like, what do you value? What do you care about? What do you enjoy? Um, And so that's Mm -hmm. where those questions kind of come in handy of just getting to know yourself a little bit more. Cause it's easy to, to kind of forget about that, about really who you are and and what you value. So that's important. I love that. Yeah. And I love even that you said it takes time. Like Mm -hmm. this is a process where you don't have to have your word right now and you're like posting it all over your social media and right. (laughs) I don't know. Like it's not an immediate microwavable thing. It's like you even mentioned, you'll, you'll kind of go through this process in January Mm -hmm. and just keep those, keep those things, those dreams, those visions, those themes and words kind of tucked away and you keep revisiting them, Mm -hmm. you keep coming back to them, praying over them. And then, you know, by February, after a month, you kind of have a little bit more direction Mm -hmm. to move forward. I really appreciated when you said that too, because it is, it's a, it's a process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I probably even do that through the whole year. I think I almost, Mm. or I may have added that and and then I may have taken it out, but 
um, you know, I do a lot of like monthly reflections or um, weekly reflections and, and it doesn't have to be by the calendar, but that just works for me because I like it to be structured. Um, yeah. you know, but doing that throughout the year and then you, you know, then you don't get to the next January and feel like, oh, I haven't done anything since February or, oh yeah, I had this goal and I forgot about it. You know, it, it allows yeah. you to have that growth throughout the year if you're continually taking that time to reflect but it, it is, it's a process and we don't have to rush the process. It's just a journey we get to be on, you know? Mm, yeah. I love that. Okay. If people want to stay in touch with you, they want to um, maybe get in touch with you for some, you know, co- some of your personal coaching that you offer, where can they find you? Where's the best place to contact you? I would say the best place is Instagram. That's probably where I spend most of my time. Um, but okay. Micah Tice, Micah.Tice is my Instagram account and that's probably the best okay. place. And I'm okay. right now I'm working on, um, I have a free community group on Facebook that, um, I'm actually just kind of updating right now and we'll be inviting people to, but it's for faith-based women who are really working to develop their healthy spirit, mind, and body. And it's just, we have, we talk about things like wellness and scripture and encourage each other. Um, so there's about 20 people in the group right now, but we'll be adding more to that. So that's another way to get connected too. Awesome. I love it. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to click the show notes for links to Micah's blog post, where you will find lots of great prompts as you process who you are, what are your dreams, and what are your goals. You can also connect with her on Instagram. I hope you stick around for our next episode as we talk about what does it mean to live loved. So I'll see you next time. Keep learning, keep living, and I hope you find some laughter through it all.